Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price, and with me as always every single week is my buddy Brian Sittler. Skeezins, greetings, everybody. It, it, it's not... Oh, I'm sorry. Not your grandmother's Christmas. Oh, right, that one. Unless she's from Morocco. And not really even then. Because, well, I mean, I don't know, do Moroccan Christmases always end in an intervention? Or you, uh, is that just in Philadelphia, or excuse me, in Pennsylvania? Um... Mostly in Pennsylvania, Mostly. since um, they don't really celebrate Christmas in Morocco as it goes, uh, being, oh. being the Muslim country that it is. Wait, so Phyllis <laughs> lied? It's just one of those wacky, you know, Phyllis, Phil, Phyllis is very, Hilton, Phyllis is very excited to be finally the head of the party planning committee. And she just went, she went for it, man. She really did. <laughs> she, she, she shot her shot, as they say. She, she did. And you know what? For the most part, kudos. I mean, kudos. Right up till the end, Michael swore it was the best one he's ever been to. I mean, maybe even still, who knows? Yeah, that's that's like uh, that's like the seal of approval that can't be yeah. argued with. Yeah. But but yeah, funny enough. Uh, so maybe like the Christian, the vast Christian minority in Morocco probably celebrates. Maybe if okay. if if, if All they can. Forty five <laughs> Christians living in Morocco. That is exactly how they celebrate. Uh, yeah, you know it's um. Uh, hell, well, I, I, I and, and maybe that's really what it was. Maybe it was like a a a a, a Moroccan, I don't know, Ramadan, you know, as opposed to a a, a Moroccan <coughs> Christmas. Because you know, yeah. Phyllis was clear that the baby Jesus, yeah, not, it ain't happening, not a part of this. No, the baby God, Jesus no. not invited. We no. have de-invited our Lord and Savior, <laughs> and the Christmas tree was uninvited. Well, that's pagan. Let's be honest. <laughs> that, that, is, that is some Yule shit right there. That is that is that is co-opted uh, by the uh, by the Christian majority, uh, yeah. taking pagan culture from the pagans. Right, and, uh, and but and also not w- welcome. While partnering with the uh, big uh, Christmas tree lobby, uh, yeah, big Christmas, yeah, big Christmas big, lobby, big Christmas, throwing their weight around. Uh, you know, it, it's a, it's you know, they're the ones that are working on that war on Christmas. Anyway, I, I are you fighting the war on Christmas <laughs> this year? I think it's my turn. I I celebrate privately I, <laughs> my fight against the war on Christmas. Oh, you mean how my, like how Michael celebrates Groundhog Day privately? Exactly. Yeah. This is such a great episode for little comments like that. I, I, you know, that's where Michael really shines in this episode because I, I came I came in coming I came in well I don't know I'm coming everywhere. Um, I came into this episode. That, that was an entirely different podcast. <laughs> We'll get back to that. Um, I came in uh, ready to remembering that I'm not really that fond of Michael in this episode yeah. because it does a lot of it seems forced. A lot of it is cringy. It's sort of he's almost doing an imitation of himself, and that's that is kind of painful for me to see. Interesting. Uh, it's just you know it's it. I think it's a. I just think it's after five seasons. It's it's bound to happen yeah. eventually, and. It, you know, I know what you mean because I feel the same way. I don't know the name. I don't think it's classy Christmas. It might be though. The episode yeah, where he yeah, dresses up yeah. like Daryl. Yes. That one always yes. felt forced to me because yeah. it was so late in the show and he's still acting <coughs> so blind and ignorant. Right. And you're seeing that here. Right. Right. It's just kind of like, okay, Michael's gonna do Michael things. Yeah. And Michael go Michael. Right. Exactly. You know, it's kind of um, we start to get in. Oh, this is this version of an episode. This is this version of an episode. And in the holiday episodes, I can understand why, because you only have so much. You have to fit in content into a certain category. So I kind of get like how you can have continuous themes that seem similar. Yeah. But yeah. well, and, and just yeah. last week, though, we got an example of a very similar plot line being used again. Right. But letting the writers go in a vastly different direction. Exactly. And having and 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 like last week's episode, this this one is served most is served the best by the side characters. Yeah. I think in my opinion because this is like I mean if you want not even I mean I guess all the side characters when I say that all side characters outside of Michael. 
Yeah. Because I think this is like a Dwight masterpiece of an episode, personally. That's what I think. Because of Princess Unicorn. Princess Unicorn, uh, the the ever one of my top top, top all-time uh, Hall of Fame quotes about killing a zombie in the most satisfying ways with a stick. Stab it in the head with a stick. Yeah. Yeah. That And that's like the classic office. They could do that a million times where Michael sets him up and he knocks it down and I'm going to love it. Yeah. No matter what. Well, and what I love about that zombie joke, too, is the <laughs> way that it, it doesn't tell you the setup. No, it doesn't at all. It, it, it comes it only, out of left field. It's one of those left field things that just uh huh. It just works, and, and it's it's such an insight into how Dwight's brain works. And then for those of for the people that didn't quite make the connection, they do go ahead and give you what you need in the Talking Head immediately after. This is true because he doesn't say zombie until we get to the Talking Head, and then he explains <laughs> right, exactly. It's, it's 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 pretty great. I'm I'm glad we don't have to we don't have to see the app. You don't even see have to see the the. The after uh, afterwards of uh, in what happens in real time, his talking head is enough. Yeah, oh, yeah. and they can just move on from they, there. You oh, don't yeah. need to. They don't even need to. And it's a uh, but it's just the marriage of Michael misspeaking, mostly and Dwight cleaning it up. What I like about this episode is is, is, is it may be in part kind of what you didn't, but I, I like the fact that in the second half it does become another of Michael attempting to run a situation he has absolutely no understanding of. Right, right. Like, yeah, running an intervention that he doesn't know how. Exactly. And, and maybe you can remind me what other kind of... Um, I feel like there's several other examples of him doing that that well, I'm, I'm not recalling. I mean, there's anything that... I mean, oh, 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 him, him trying to... Uh, 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 conflict resolution. Exactly. Conflict resolution. Uh, yeah. The, uh, what, what is it, Diversity Day? Diversity Day. he tries day. to do yeah. his own diversity. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, it's as classic as anything. And, and really, every topic he brings up, more or less, is something mm-hmm. that he does not have a thorough understanding of. Exactly. I, I, even the... Even the uh, uh, the way the scene is constructed, like it reminded me of the first Christmas episode where they're all doing Secret Santa in a circle, yeah, and they're all kind of sitting around, you know, in that way. But it's, you know, so it's a similar element, different premise. He That's runs everything like a conference room meeting. He <laughs> runs everything like a like a discussion. You know, like he just yeah. gather everybody around. We're gonna do this. In theory, this is what he wish he could do every day. Like at least for oh, like I oh, don't know yeah. three to four hours. Well, it's it's. <laughs> Michael is a performer at his heart. This is true. He he wants to be on stage. We see that through his love of improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he leads these meetings and discussions like it's a he is the focal point. Mm-hmm. So even even when it's interactive, even when he wants to discuss things, he's still like a guy in a TED talk taking questions at the end. More or less. And I just remembered now that you said that it recall I was I was tr- I was struggling earlier when we were talking about deleted scenes before yeah. we were before we were recording. Sure, sure. You and watched it, them this yeah, week. Yeah, I did watch them and the first one is him doing several different versions of someone uh talking about they have an hour left and what are they going to do until the Christmas party starts. There's like a nerd version. Mm. There's like a surfer guy version. Like he's just he's just performing. Yeah. When he when he's not, you know, when he's, he has a camera in front of him. Mm-hmm. This is the best thing he's ever had in his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For a guy that was already interested in in, in in theater, in performing, in improv, to suddenly have this crew show up at his office and say, we want to film you guys for... <laughs> Nine years or whatever, <laughs> or however long it takes. <laughs> he, that I can imagine his smile. I oh, oh it, I can. It, it's like when R- Ricky Gervais <laughs> says the 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 similar lines that that's what she said or whatever he says, mm. and Michael gets that grin, but like two times that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he was so fucking happy. <laughs> so this is this is this is fate. Fate has taken over in his mind. Yeah. Yes. This is what he has he has lived for. And and exactly. honestly, it kind of explains why he was good at sales. Oh, for completely. Because it is a performance. Yeah. It, it is a chance to assume a role mm-hmm. and try and just play the fuck out of it. Yeah. Well, good for him. And 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 further evidence why he should have stayed in sales. But yeah. that's the funny thing about this show is they take the guy who was. They make him the boss, mm-hmm. who's never the focal point in most shows at all. It's always the it would be Jim and Pam all the time. Jim and Pam, and you'd make Jim. You might see the boss every now and then or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. But instead, he pushes his way into as much of it as possible. Yeah, because that's who Michael is. Exactly. So. And also, uh, also making a turn, uh, who probably felt like she was meant to do from the time she was born as uh, her own Phyllis. What a standout episode for Phyllis. Uh, you know, this woman wasn't an actress or an actor. No, she was a... What a have you. She was a was a casting director? She or? was a casting director. Yeah. And she just kills it here. I should say, this is also her, I think, um, 
It's funny that I was reading about her costuming and apparently the glasses, like they do look different. They're like, they're sharper. They're more like power, like power boss, like power boss, like, um, like a business type of glass. If you look, go back and look at it. She looks way more like sleek and just like, she looks like a boss. She looks like somebody who would be really? able to, you know, order Angela around. Of course she has, she has a shitload of on Angela that Angela doesn't want, uh, told to anybody well and i love how what a fun role that must have been for both phyllis smith and angela Mar uh oh, kinsey yeah to course. to um get to play different roles a little bit to mm -hmm. kind of grow in their character mm -hmm. to see angela have to be uh passive and uh do what phyllis says and then to have her moment where she bites back <laughs> just really great interaction from them and and, and so great mm -hmm. to see a, a side story a b or c story that goes completely away from Ryan, Jim, Pam, Dwight, and uh, Michael. Completely. Oh, Ryan, by the way, not in this episode. Not in this episode at all. And, and you know where he was? Was he? Is this Inglorious Bastards? It was. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, filming yep. Inglorious. Yeah, Bastards. he was gone. Didn't miss a beat. <laughs> but well, still, well, like. And I'll tell you, and it's funny that he's not in this episode at all. And Kelly I could have used him. I didn't even notice <laughs> because. Everyone else is in this episode. Everybody. Everybody is, except Hank. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. No Hank, no David Wallace, no Jan. Yeah. No, um, no Bob Vance. No Bob Vance. But but in terms of the core office cast, mm. except for Ryan, like in the actual upstairs yeah. office, right. we get all of them except Ryan, and we even get some Daryl. Oh, sure. Oh, do we ever? We get some Toby, man. Like uh, great Toby. We get some. We get some Toby like you never get in like any other episode. I think. Just yeah. About you like actually some, get some really good pushback from him. You get some earnest, honest Toby who actually wants something. Actually has a purpose. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you get a couple because you get him fighting with Michael during the intervention, and you get him with Dwight. You get him with his daughter. Him with Dwight. Him with Daryl. Oh, Sasha callback. You get such a great racism joke. Oh, perfect. In, I, in what happens with the princess unicorn. I want to believe that he meant it. <laughs> I really do. That it was even better? I, I want, and I say, you know what? It, it is going to be better. The way that could play out, it's going to be better. Well, and I love that scene so much because it's such a great example of how we can kind of remind people that the, 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 the interactions, the awkward interactions that really drive this show don't always have to be Michael versus the world. Great point. Great point. This and, was a great that, example of Toby. Who, Toby is not racist. No, no, no. Of. But but in this episode, as Michael would call him an idiot. Yeah. Idiot of all idiots, perhaps. <laughs> the guy calls his daughter, waits all day before, because apparently he thinks Dwight has like an endless amount of these dolls. Mm -hmm. And then, but calls his daughter, <laughs> makes the promise. Before he gets Before one. he has it in his hand. I mean, I'm just, you know, Michael's got a point at that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it, it's true. It was he was not thinking this through at all. No, or keeping an eye on Dwight's stock. I mean, no. What does no, he think I Dwight's going to sit on it? Right. Dwight's going to turn like, his fucking profit. Like he had. Like they show all those guys coming in and out, in and out, like all the time. Jim's fucking sitting there stunned, like because he was saying, like, I don't think that's going to happen. Or uh, he said some smart, smarmy thing about it, and. Um, Two hundred bucks. That was not apparently that was fine for these lazy parents. And it's such a great example of storytelling in that it kind of builds slowly throughout the episode. And mm -hmm. and and when that Toby scene happened, it was kind of like, oh yeah, this has been happening the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good overarch. Yeah, for the whole thing. Like it happens. Mid, one of them happens like mid uh, mid intervention. And he kind of just sort of like ducks out of there a little bit, and yeah, the guy. Oh yeah, the guy's by the door. And he does his finger in like the unicorn. Uh huh. It can pierce the sky or whatever. And, and I'll tell you, I, as much as I absolutely hate people that do what Dwight is doing, uh, we see it now online with the uh, PS5 and Xbox sales. Oh, playing commodities? Yeah. These oh, people, yeah. They, they uh, buy up, them up. Upselling? Upselling, reselling, Like scalping. Like ridiculous amounts? Yeah, yeah. They're how selling, much? Like how much? Oh, the, they're, they're selling PS5s for seven, eight, nine hundred dollars Whereas and the original retail it's price like four, is... It's like bucks. God damn it. <sighs> and, and the worst part is in the comments... You get these assholes that defend the practice. They're like, right. "Well, if someone's willing to pay it, that's the market value." Welcome to capitalism, y'all. Yeah, just the <laughs> absolute lowest of the low. It's scummy the scummy fucking people. It's the bullshit byproduct you have for living in this country. It's 
basically it. Well, but now it's worldwide. So and, I mean, well, and it's gotten worse <laughs> through the internet too. Through yeah, through the the um, people more understanding that this is something they yeah. can get involved oh, yeah. in, and you know, then that it's not illegal per se, but fuck. Exactly, it's just shoddy. It's just yeah. shitty. It's yeah, just yeah, you're, it's a, you're it's, a bad person. Yeah, it's if you're uh, buying a product brand new to turn around and sell it at a markup, you're yeah. a bad person. You're a degenerate. Yeah, that's being a that's, degenerate. That's just it. So. Yeah, I mean, damn. <laughs> but yeah, but I will. I will say I do. I do. I do. Uh, I do think it's pretty. I don't know. Not a genius, but I think it's uh, pretty smart by Dwight. Well, it's it's smart and evil. Smart and evil, which is Dwight. And he's and and, and he and he halfway quarter way justifies it with punishing the lazy parents because this is on Christmas Eve. Okay. So, but he did buy them out. Neat. <laughs> they might have had it. I Who will. Knows? I will bring us back to episode one of season one of The Simpsons, where Homer got his bonus <laughs> on Christmas Eve. They do that shit. Man. Yeah. That's so crazy. no, that's no, crazy. Not seeing it. But this is an early. I I thought that he'd already done this before. But this is uh, spoiler alert. This is from uh, he later on for Valentine's Day. They do a similar gag where oh, yeah? it's his perfect Valentine's Day. You know his his and he doesn't do it per se, but it's his fantasy is that he has three cell phones in front of him and he's fielding calls for the for the tables, <laughs> for tables yeah. that he bought like. Months before, and and I think that's the problem is 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 like Pred- so predatory. Much, it's, it's exactly, and right. it, it's it's played for laughs, which kind of makes us all go, "Oh, that is funny, that's it charming," is, and it's like, "No, that's a dick it, move." It is a dick move, yeah. but although it it's it is, and the way they do it is still appealing to me, and is way more is way more. It's better than the whole intervention storyline. Yeah, to me, you don't like the intervention story. I'm I'm, I'm just kind of like I'm kind of like eh, a little bit on it. I mean, it was better. The little digs here and there that you get, like then when they're when they're having <laughs> they're having their powwow to reschedule, and they're talking about like Groundhog Day and uh-huh. and, and and oh, and it's a callback to Michael's soft teeth because yeah, um, he has to go. Yeah, it's a yeah. great little line. Yeah, no, there's little digs here and there. I think what what leaves a because it's it's when he gets her there, and it's it's like British office cringy. But it, maybe a little more crazy. It, this is a very. This is definitely an episode with a lot of cringe that you may not expect going in. Right. You know, because it isn't until the second half that we get into that mode. Yeah. And it's not one that people talk about as being. You know, Scott's Tots no. dinner party. Yeah. No. Uh, on this show, we go back to Diversity Day. You know what I do? I compare it to the other Christmas episodes. That's really? why I think yeah. like because their er- their earlier ones were just so great. And they're more heartwarming. And maybe I'm a little harder on this than I should be just because of that comparison. This one is a lot like going back to what is it, season seven with uh, with uh, Classy Christmas. Yeah, and um, I'm not really I'm not really a big fan of that one either. Yeah, like because that's because that's when Dwight goes psycho, right, on Jim. Like yeah, that's yeah. The, uh, the the most the important, snowballs. Yeah, yeah. The, the the greatest weapon is fear. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I do love that last talking head. Well, and that's say. another episode where 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 Dwight is just <laughs> fucking evil. Oh, I, no shit. They really took him. They really took him down some dark roads on Christmas. Oh, and like, and then the Belschnickel. Go back to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the, what is it? Uh, 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 impish or admirable? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 He uh, goes either psycho or kind of um, brutish. Uh, I will say though the the um, in, intervention uh, storyline really gets a fantastic performance from Kate Flannery. It does, uh, really. Who she, apparently was having a uh, blast. I read uh, this was like some of the funnest she ever had, like making anything. I bet. I mean, yeah. getting to uh, the, the the screaming <laughs> fight with Michael. No, no, no. What did she say? I will not. I will not. Is that what she screams over and over again? I, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I know that's supposed to be funny, and it just. Totally, d- it didn't didn't completely land for me. But yeah. it, maybe in re- in repeated viewings for this, it well, did become a little bit better. Well, you know what? I mean, honestly, let's be honest. For anyone who has ever been forced to do something, yeah, or, or, or physically forced, maybe I've seen it, too many Lifetime movies. This where could they be triggering, like this. you know? Yeah, because this, this, yeah, because I mean, this is kind of like Michael forcing this woman against her will. He's dragging yeah. her in. Right. It's played for laughs. Yeah. But, but just like much of the Office, it it it, it pulls the laughs from awkward, <laughs> scary. And in some cases, even triggering situations. You it's know? true. That's it's true. true. And, and, and not everything's for everybody. Yeah, nor should it be. Exactly. You know, so, fine. I mean, you know, be, hopefully you can still find some enjoyment out of it. Like, even at the very end, like, there's little amusing details I read about where you notice that when they come out of there, they're walking out of the, of the clinic. But like, they're the nurse or the front, the, the receptionist, I guess, and, and the security guy are with them with, like, implying that, like, they had to, like, physically remove them oh, from yeah. it. <laughs> Well, and that great bit with Michael where it, it, the resolution where he's just like, well, 
I guess you just can't take someone to in, uh, intervention yeah, against their but, will or oh, to rehab. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, oops, I didn't really know about that. And yeah. uh, even his, yeah, I love his, um, his description is pretty good of the what an intervention is of just screaming at people, yeah, and <laughs> making them feel them, horrible, about make themselves. feel hard, make them hit rock bottom. The show wasn't out yet, was it? I don't think like the the intervention. intervention? Like I wonder. Let me I, see if I can find that out. I don't you know. Said if this, this was two thousand eight. This would have been yeah, oh eight. I think that's when this came out. So um, possi- possibly, possibly. Um, uh, yeah, it was. That had come out in two thousand five. Interesting. Okay. Wow, they've got they did twenty four seasons of that show. Oh my. So it's whoa! Holy shit! Wait, still going or no? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, t- uh, the, the, the return of the, the show returned. Season twenty four will premiere oh five days before we recorded this on June thirteenth, twenty twenty two. Of course it is. This, well, and it's yeah. one of those shows too. Like that's like Survivor has had like two hundred and seven seasons because yeah. they don't. You know, we're used to a yeah. show has one season a year, right? That's not the way in right. reality TV. I think I think they just wrap it up, and I think they all go home for a weekend, and then they yeah. come back and start the next season. Come back, yeah. It's sort of like a game show. Yeah, uh, season like, doesn't mean a year anymore. N- oh, right. You know, it, it's, no, 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 no. It's, uh, sometimes, it's, well, for certain shows, sometimes it can be multiple years. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is very aggravating. Right. Right. Yeah. Rick, Rick, and Morty fans, uh, I know, had to wait a couple years for their most recent season. Venture Brothers really? fans had oh, to wait for a season. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Trying to think of some others. Uh, Stranger Things was a yes. year behind, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, COVID. the pandemic flew through pandemic everybody. Through everybody. I mean that that was normal. But um, what was it? I just watched the end of Barry, and um, okay. and and we had to wait. I think we had it was three years. Yeah. And um, and I was like, God, I hope you know it's just the end of the season. And I went back and looked, and the first two seasons were one year apart. Like they were year after year. And this was a couple of years. Yeah, because they only do eight episodes for those. Yeah. So um, and it's thirty minute show. So it just depends on all that shit. But yeah, it it, it can suck. It's interesting how the 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 nature of a show season has changed so much in, in recent years from stuff like these reality shows that do more than one season a year to our, our idea of a season being six or eight episodes after these Marvel and Disney and uh, yep. Fox, uh, not Fox, uh, mm-hmm. um, Star Wars shows right. are coming out. Right, so. right. Well, even, you know, adding streaming into everything has just changed the it changed really the way did. that people consume content. If I can get yeah. all markety for a minute, um, are you are you a binger? Do you like to watch episode after? When episode? I get on a roll, like it takes a little while to do it, like yeah. to actually get up because I just get so I'm I'm a lazy TV watcher. I have like I just have my comfort food and yeah. um and then I try to binge out or I try to go out. But if I get on a roll like uh, Russian Doll, like I just kind of threw it on and you then I just but doll. when I was on, like I I just went through it. Yeah, in one night. Actually. I really rarely I rarely do it. Yeah, I really enjoy appreciating the act structure of an episode. Mm. Uh, and they don't always follow very strict three-act structure, but the idea that I can kind of sense that I'm getting to the climax, the denouement, I'm getting, you know, I'm in the mm. early stages of the episode where they're mm. introducing characters or where they're introducing the plot issues, looking for twists when they come up. I, I, and because of that, I find myself that after an episode, I'm ready to move on to a different flavor, Something a different else. show. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So I'll often do an episode of one show and an episode of a different show, episode of a different show. I should try that. And, see I, how I and, and, and largely I have not completed a show in years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Like, just last night, actually, this happened. I was um, trying to I was trying to stream the old uh, PCU movie. Um, I couldn't find it. PC with Jeremy with Jeremy Piven, Piven sure, and and, yeah. George, and uh, Funkadelic and uh-huh. uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a young John Favreau. Yes, a, don't be that guy, John Favreau. Yeah, <laughs> um, just but, one hit and I gotta go, John well, Favreau. Exa- my goodness, was, was that Gary Busey? Do you, uh, no, sorry, Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey. It in, really looked. It really looked the 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 guy who offers him the bong hit. Maybe I don't know. I, I need to go back that. and verify. Yeah, but. It was funny because I sort of like had to, I, I just skipped together. I, I skipped ahead and it just kind of started. And I just, and it reminded me of just like turning on the TV of an episode or a movie that was in the middle of it. Yeah. And it was nice. Like I was like, just, I don't know. I didn't have to start something. And it was weird. I was like, why, why is, why do I enjoy this so much? Oh, I think I need TV again. Or I need, I don't know. I, I hate choosing things for myself. I've learned yeah. that's the paralysis by uh, analysis, uh, yeah. having too many options. And also, I kind of like, I like to watch it on the run. Yeah. So 
I don't know, but I'm too lazy to get cable. <laughs> I, I've been, well, I won't, I, yeah, no. <laughs> or get a TV. No, it's a whole thing at my place. But anyways. And I, 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 I'm a big fan of, I, I know what you mean about that choice paralysis. And I love when someone recommends something and, I, and I'm in the mood for it. Yeah. Because then I can just go, okay, they told me to, I'll go watch that. Right. You know? Yeah, I, exactly. That's how I watched, uh, we talked about it last week about Shin Godzilla. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was yeah. a lot of fun. Okay, uh, yeah. Because a guy yeah. came into work wearing the t-shirt and he was uh, like, oh yeah, if you, you want to watch a good monster movie, that's the one. That's good. So yeah, it's a fresh on your mind and yeah. dive right in and, and that's and, good. And, and, and I was already open to the concept because the idea of the giant monsters I like, mm-hmm. but the idea of 1960s and 70s films from another country with the lower production values have not grabbed me as well. Yeah, you don't have... I know there's an interest there and I'm not trying to diss, you know... Countries that still tried to be a part of cinema in the '60s, fucking good for them. You know? Great for them. Yeah. And I mean, our our generation is um, what the most uh, uh, talking about our nostalgia, nostalgic, yeah, yeah, yeah nostalgic centric uh, that there is, and 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 I'm sure there and there's a lot of that. Never really was my thing. I watched some of that stuff, but it was never mostly my thing. And then the '96 Godzilla just didn't help. No, no. So. That I mean, that's and that's that's a thing is is. Uh, U.S. remakes of international properties are, are so off. Yeah, crap. that <laughs> even even the, like and I liked um, or I, awkward as hell. The modern the Godzilla that came out with um, uh, Breaking Bad guy. What's his name? Uh, Brian uh, Cranston. Yes. Uh, a couple years ago, yes. uh, that one too got a lot of flack, but that was more of like the you're not really showing the monster kind of flack. Oh, lots okay. of fighting, yeah, in the shadows, yeah, yeah. lots of dark shots. Yeah, there's certain rules you have to abide by. It seems yeah. in those kind of like movies. But then I hear some of the sequels are good. Okay, so I'll have to report back on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what I won't report good. back on is an intervention because I quit <laughs> drinking on my own, uh, and uh, 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 apparently Meredith doing just fine. With yeah, that. she yeah you know, she does have an she does have an addiction to porn, which we can all agree with Michael. That's disgusting. What <laughs> I what I love no what I love about <laughs> that not. too is how it really Michael's the one that makes that comment, but mm. the whole office is just like no we don't <laughs> we don't want to know about this <laughs> oh, no <laughs> God no it's bad enough we're doing an intervention at, a, at in the middle of our Christmas party right I mean yeah. why, we have to throw that in there too. <laughs> We have to throw another. Um, oh, oh, she does have the problem. We're not talking. Yeah, nope. and nobody wants to do anything. If that's the actual maybe problem, and nobody wants to do anything about it. And let's be honest. I mean, we see it when Stanley finally gets tired of the intervention. None of them wanted to be a part of any of this. God no, no. That that's and Stanley actually opens up. Um, uh, I, we will get back to the cold open because that's a cold open to mention. Oh yeah. But Stanley really will not be the fat guy in the small hat. Or yeah, the no. fez, if you will. Oh, that's a great bit too. And I but love Kevin how they will. immediately pan over to Kevin. <laughs> you know, so. and Stanley does have a couple of little. We have to. I have to remember. Uh, took a couple watches to appreciate it, but when Andy and we'll get to Andy too because this is a, one of my favorite Andy episodes. I think I've just that's determined thing is, there's almost something to say about everybody. There is everybody. Not only does everybody in the episode? Yeah. They all have a pretty solid interaction. They do. Yeah. They do. You know, and and I I kind of feel bad for Mindy because uh, I checked the in the in the deleted scene she had like several. Several talking heads. Really? So she kind of she got a little because all she little... really gets is the scene where Michael says it's it's like being back home yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because he thinks India is Morocco. He has the no same idea. Thing. He yeah. thinks yeah. all. I'm pretty sure he thinks that all countries with anyone of slightly brown skin tone it's is India. all on one content continent and probably all touching all those countries. <laughs> exactly. But you're right. All the characters they get they get their time to shine and uh, like and and when it comes together with Andy with his sitar that he's learning how to play and just oh, doing yeah. the. Just boom, boom, and then just oblivious to Stanley fucking looking at him with with daggers. Well, and then is that the same bit when then Jim says, "Do you take requests?" <laughs> that is afterwards. That's later. That is that. You know what? Yeah, and what? Yeah, what makes that even funnier? Kind of that is after. I believe that is after Jim said, uh, "Please stop. We're having yeah. a party." And then of course Angela <laughs> with the uh, it's Christmas and you're singing about naked women and France. <sighs> even more. I bet she was. I bet she was more irritated with France. Even. And, and even Andy's little, like, the way he sings um, that song, oh, yeah. it's a little racist. <laughs> it's a little racist. Wait, the in, the in A Place Called France? Yeah, the way he Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. He's doing a caricature yeah, of some something. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Some kind yeah. of, yeah. I don't even want to guess. You know, I, I know I slip and say a bunch of offensive shit throughout the times on this show, but I don't want to even dip my toes into that one. You could all draw your own conclusions. Right. We know it comes from somewhere. It's, it's a caricature of something that may not be flattering to some other somebody else and then that whole andy bit where he's just infuriating everybody every time he picks up the damn sitar (laughs) and at the end he finally masters something to what he thinks is the best of his ability gets them all their attention plays it we get another oh great little one too (laughs) do no more or whatever and uh and he uh 
then doesn't realize that he has unfortunately oh. chosen the absolute worst time to be the center of the office's attention. He got he got ultra cucked. He got cucked before most of us knew what that word meant, uh, except a few very, a very, a few people with a porn addiction, maybe. True, true. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't widely uh, prevalent in the uh, well, uh, in the in the in the uh, in the oh, uh, in oh the, young in millennials the, in the language back then. <laughs> young millennials and Gen Z with your porn pensions, you have taught us all so much. So much, so much education. But I, I, I had no idea what uh, what could happen with stepsisters and washing machines until your generation came along. Thank you. <laughs> Thank oh you all God. for teaching us <laughs> just how wide it's and been, varied the world it's is. It's been educational. It's but, been. But, <laughs> it's been. It's been. But, uh, uh, but Andy, you know, trying to lighten the mood perhaps for the film crew at least, um, talking about reminiscing about his Cornell days and his drinking habits. That's such a great bit. And the number of nicknames he was uh, called. Puke, Puke Ace, Ace, and Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> So many nicknames. And I knew people like that who would go, would be like vultures. They would go after parties um, and dr- and take like... Finish un- the empties. They'd finish the empties. Yep, yeah. That to me too, that reminds me of uh, the very first time that I was ever uh, drunk. Mm. Uh, I was a child. <laughs> I was <were>. a young <laughs> child. I bet. I was probably five years old. <sighs> and my parents had had a party at our home. Uh, and I was wandering the party, yes. uh, pre bedtime. I oh. was probably going to be sent off to bed any moment now. Yep. And but I tried that. a sip from one of the glasses sitting on the table. Oh wow! And it was champagne or yeah. wine, and I realized it was delicious. Oh. And I proceeded, and I realized that a little bit at the bottom of the glass was was free game when it's sitting there on the t- counter. Mm. So I went around and either took sips from glasses on counters. Or went up to people who unwillingly didn't realize I'd been doing this for a while and went, hey, can I have a sip? Oh, God. Oh my God. Ten minutes later and 40 drinks, I am uh, a shit-faced five-year-old. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and uh, you know. Puked? Uh, probably. Was your nickname I don't puke? Uh, it, was, it was Ace and Buzz. <laughs> it was Puke, yeah. Ace, and Buzz. All at one. Puke, Ace, Buzz. My goodness. So, I had no idea. And that was a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't know any better. You got a, you got a head start. Yeah, not, a, not an, a, a semi-adult in college. My but, God. Uh, My God, Hilton. But, wow. Uh, um, that's that's crazy. But So Andy in college, but doing Andy, the old five-year-old Hilton. The, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Lots in common. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully that's it. Wait, you wouldn't, but you didn't wake up and boot and then no, start drinking God. more. So that's <laughs> that's that's where the similarities and, ended. And even like in college, I was never much of a drinker. You know, we we were close mm, in college. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in fact, the not, only, the only reason much. I gave it up was because it kind of messes with the edibles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's science. So there. And I am yeah. a scientist. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, but doctor who's of not? Ju- doctor is, of journalism is Andy because he can't figure anything. No, out. he really can't. And um, and also he is the only one who does not know. Um, and he takes it like a champ, though. I don't know if it's because he's so drunk or just he's used to not getting a reaction to his jokes too. True. You know, True. he he's used to kind of saying stuff and nobody gives a shit. So. <laughs> This is kind of his milieu. In first go round, yeah. no, but the first time no one's cared about anything he's done. I, I I don't blame Phil. I'm I'm glad Phyllis threw the wrench of the uh, that that intriguing uh, scenario into the party. I just love that Angela was so sure she wouldn't. Yeah. Yes. That was great. <laughs> yeah, and that, then and then the yes. fact that Angela starts to walk away and Phyllis is like, "Well, fuck you. It's going to be the literal <laughs> next thing I do." And she was like, "Nah, right now." Angela sleeping with Dwight. I wonder how much if she even. I wonder if she was just a, if it was just coincidence that he was out of the room, or if she said it because he that even played into her decision. Probably not. It seemed more impulsive than that. The way that she, I, I, I yeah. really think that she was just. Well, An- they, Angela yeah. challenged her, and yeah. she was not going to back down. Well, obviously the writers made sure he was out of the room, but I mean, yeah. yeah. So well, I because mean, only because yeah. you got that great final scene. Exactly. Yes, and and the next final, uh, or the, the next uh, whole fun what happens with the next episode. Oh, next episode, yeah. Great. Yes, uh, because it's just not going <laughs> to. Somebody just can't keep a secret. Also, the, I don't know. I can't remember who it is. Some of these office workers just can't keep a secret. <laughs> the um, uh, oh man. That's the thing. That's the other thing in this episode. There's so many little things that I... It's great because I, I'm not a huge fan of the episode. And it's as I've seen, it's one of the more lowly rated of the season. It's like really? the second lowest rated of the season, which I don't... Th- I don't. 
I don't know. I have to go back and look at it, but I don't think it's that bad. But there are just little. Maybe if people agree with you about that intervention storyline, yeah, maybe they're I just think, not feeling it. I think maybe so. I think I think I could definitely play into it. But and as 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 much as I kind of. Oh yeah. Speaking of that intervention part though, I think one of my one of the funniest things that in the whole thing after all the cringiness is when he drags her in there on oh, her yeah. back and the and he says I have a deposit. <laughs> yeah. The uh, great great examples of of him not knowing what things are called like his drink the orange vodka juice. Yes, thank you. And Jim of course calling him out that amazing no one's ever thought of that before. No kidding. And he Which, plays right along with it. Another one has Michael never been to a bar. I mean uh, he, he just makes his own drinks I guess. Uh, or he steals them on the internet. Which explains um, why driving to the rehab and she's like you passed poor Richards. She yeah. names off six other bars. <laughs> He clearly <laughs> not phased by any of that. Barely, apparently, paired is up, up all the, on the bars like daily because uh, he 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 mentions one that uh, she doesn't know about. She's like, "Oh, must just open." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that 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 like Dwight zombie bit is another example of saying a lot with saying a little. Oh, for sure. Oh my God. Um, what the? Uh, oh no. Uh, what are you say? My new favorite Christmas yeah. song. Fa la 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 ka ching. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's a douche, but it is a funny song. It is a funny song. I, 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 if it wasn't so long, I'd say that should have been the title of the episode. <laughs> uh, I, I do like how the pricing was pretty consistent, though. It was two hundred dollars a doll. Uh, only for Daryl will turn around and want to flip it for four. But. Hey, kudos to Daryl, by the way. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's flipping. We've, it for we've four. already set the standard that we are. We are. We are. Uh, uh, Once we are, you're in, you're in. We are I ghouls. Mean, we are willing yeah. to, uh, hey. to screw one another here. <laughs> It's the it's the Christmas season. Uh, I mean, that's a uh, uh, you know what Wednesday. Uh, oh, we. Got I will move. say uh, he may be an ass for charging that ridiculous markup, but uh, he is still the fire marshal. So good on Dwight for putting out a fire when it started. That's true, and we get we get we get the echo of of like the um the bat uh, the one the bat episode. Yeah, where it's always Dwight, you know, helping helping Meredith out in the worst ways. Yeah, just. Well, making making her life horrible. Well, I, it just goes to show because when he even says in the office that he likes Meredith, and immediately afterwards, I don't care for Meredith. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. not care for Meredith. <laughs> and thank you because it's the five steps in the Shrewd family um, uh, intervention, if you will, which includes, if I remember right, uh, the last one is punching. <laughs> the first one is... Uh, I think you know what I think. Where I do I have it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I wrote the damn thing down. It's one of those times where my chicken scratch is uh, yeah. completely working. Damn you, chicken me. scratch! I hate you. Um, uh, but I know. Um, oh, I got it. I got. Oh, nope, no, I didn't. Uh, awareness, education, Thank control, you. acceptance, <laughs> punching. and punching. <laughs> Even punching after the acceptance. Awareness, I guess. Yeah. Education. <laughs> I feel like that's just advanced awareness. <laughs> control. All right. Acceptance. Like clockwork orange. <laughs> and, and I just. I'm not sure that any of these are legit. Maybe only punching. Maybe, maybe only punching is the legit step. It's a shrewd thing. It's yeah. definitely a shrewd thing. <laughs> that needs to be a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, but there's, I feel like, um, I uh, feel like, oh, oh, oh. So, so Jim and we have, we have our Jim and Pammers uh, just yeah. kind of, kind of innocently placed throughout the whole episode, kind of joshing with each other the whole time. And, uh, you know. Kind of a nice, playful Jim nice and Pam. Nice, playful. It's sort of. It's sort of like um, and on the heels old of school on the heels of last week's combative Jim and Pam. Thank you, which I like. Yeah, so they're trying to kind of strike a balance with it. They can yeah. still be snarky with one another and 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 go along with it because he was being creepy, rubbing that uh, uh, genie lamp like that. I was kind of I was put out. <laughs> but I love the way that like she's like smiling at it. Like yes. it, it is very yeah. playful. This is very nothing playful. happens between them, mm -hmm. but we at least get to see. Them in, right. in enjoying each other. Yeah, they're just existing in the Christmas. Jim and Pam had a yeah. great Christmas this they year. They did. Yeah, they needed just a, to. Just a great Christmas for them. Second one together. So yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I think good so. For them. That's right. You know, maybe this, we didn't see Christmas. Exactly. Last year. This was cut uh, from um, so last season. Yeah. In last season, season four, when it was when it was shortened, there yeah. was a Christmas. Apparently, there was a Christmas episode planned. Oh, okay. And I believe, and I read that um, they were going to use that for uh, when Phyllis, uh, oh, just so happened to come in on um, Dwight and Angela. 
Oh, that's when it was going to happen. But then, then they just smushed it back to Goodbye Toby. Moving to Goodbye Toby. Right. Okay. So so there would have been something or other. So like, yeah, they were all in on the Christmas episodes, but like they also said that like certain things, I think a couple things they kept, but there were other the other ideas they had, they couldn't do it because the characters had already moved in a certain way. Okay. So it's kind of interesting to think like, hmm, I wonder where things yeah. Could have gone from wherever they originally were. I don't know. Maybe that would have gone in the same direction, but we could have got a little more detail. Hmm. I don't know. But but it's interesting to uh, see that. And because what a, I mean, what a moment. And uh, But that would totally made sense, too, because they're always getting fucked up at, at Christmas. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it was a drunk, and like, you know, someone would have come back randomly and seen Dwight and Angela, even though they're the only ones who probably wouldn't have been drinking. Yeah, right. They would have been the sober ones. So, you know, yeah. let them uh, engage in another vice. I don't know. Um, I, I do say I, um, I, I, I like how uh, they... I, I don't know if the intervention idea came on the heels of that show being out, since mm. we now know that that had been out for a couple of years by this mm. point. Yeah, yeah. It but was I just do thing. like the idea on how it, it is kind of organic, because this is the kind of event where someone's uh, drug or alcohol use would be in the spotlight. Right. And it's a great thing, too, because... We don't really get a sense if Meredith is an alcoholic from this episode alone. No. It's only, we're kind of fueled by the fact that we've seen her drink in other capacities. Right. She is definitely a drinker. She is. She enjoys alcohol. She is. Everyone thinks she is an alcoholic. Yeah. They did take a show of there hands. There was a vote. There was Because that, <laughs> that's literally how everything works. In, yeah. in Michael's intervention, that pretty much. But I, uh, but I do like how they still kind of leave it up to us to decide because again, yeah. it's a party. Of course, you're, if if you do drink, you're going to drink at a party. That's yeah. that's the setting for that kind of in, uh, yeah. activity. And if you do drink around fire, you <laughs> might you might get your well, if hair you have caught hair on and you're bit. dancing around fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is. I don't want to say this is why I shave my head because it's not, but this is why I shave my head. I do like that she has to run around in the parking lot with a coat on, and she still has her um, belly dancing attire on. <laughs> while Michael's uh -huh. trying to corral her. In. That's such a great. Thing. I I almost yeah. feel like that episode was written around the idea that they wanted Michael chasing Meredith around a parking lot. This is true. <laughs> I could one hundred percent be the 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 nadir of how this came to uh to pass. Some way we're gonna yeah I I think the first like they had two ideas like Meredith intervention yeah um. Gosh, I can't remember exactly what it is now, but they had like one of them was a Meredith intervention, and they had to fit that in some way. Yeah, that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. So, um, and then I'm sure what what came next was okay. Michael has to chase her around some way, right? <laughs> How would she get to rehab? Who yeah. would bring her there? Who would be unrelenting? All signs point to Michael. Totally, totally. We and and back to the other Jim and Pam moment. I remember yeah. is her, um, him, her. her I don't know if it's the first time she's kind of shown that. I knew it. You know, she kind of has that. Uh, I, I totally. And, and, and Jim's point, you know, just it's back and forth. Like, you did not. Or no, no, no. We all kind of knew it. Yeah. That's what he says. And then like, but oh, but I knew it. And she's like, it's Christmas. That's such a cute scene. <laughs> it's just she, such a great. She knew it. Oh, yeah. And then she goes back just like, I knew it. <laughs> and it reminds me of the later how they'll uh, utilize that with Oscar and um, Angela. Yeah. They're kind of the gossipy, um, you know. Unbelievable, whatever that big that talking uh -huh. head they have together, you yeah. know, it kind of it's this early indication of where that she was kind of gonna go with that character. And, it's funny, yeah, and it's just such a it's a it's a cute moment. This is yeah. such a, this yeah. episode was, for Jim and was, Pam is a lesson to young couples. Yeah, treat y'all treat each other like Jim and Pam. Yeah. Be playful, be playfully snarky, right? Poke at each other, but know when to you know, let go. Let go. Stop, Just have know? a good time. And it's all fun. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and we did need some levity from them in this episode with some heavy, heavy, um, Shit going down. That's true. This, um, this much like the episodes that deal with the strictest of racisms or sexisms or or, or mm. whatnot. It, it 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 is making light, finding fun in a serious serious topic. You know, they even find a way to make it further um, because Phyllis uh, has the gifts from corporate that year, and uh, I don't think they're appropriate. They didn't quite turn out, <laughs> but they would be perfect for this crew since they do love to drink. Most of them, right? Well, as Michael said, they're all enablers. <laughs> they are enabler, enabler, enabler. So. Neighbor, no, my uh, oh, there's and right before he says that, Jim gives him a chance, uh, with a that's what she said. With uh, you tried your best, man, but it's bigger than all of us, yeah. And he's too busy, he's too busy calling everybody an enabler, doesn't even get it. <laughs> but this is the end of, um, I guess it's the end of Phyllis being 
she kind of exploded her head of the party planning committee uh, prowess or, how, or, or leverage. How 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 far the mighty fall? I, I guess. don't. I don't even know when this comes up again. Uh, the the party the PPC uh, Charles Minor. Okay. Uh, oh, because it's the Michael's yeah. birthday stuff. Right. Okay. That definitely, definitely and maybe come before that even too at some point. Maybe. Well, maybe. I guess we'll see. We're yeah, right we'll around see. the corner from all of that. That's true. Yeah. I, that's 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 a good point. I oh. saw we got lecture circuits coming up soon. We're about ten episodes in. Okay. From yeah. Charles we Minor. still we still have we still have that whole lecture circuit thing and a couple other things. Lecture circuit. But uh, wow. So how how many episodes is that arc, Charles Minor? I think it's just three. It is three or four. Uh, yeah. No. No. Yeah. Actually, five? longer five. Okay, yeah, I thought it might be. New Boss, two weeks, Dream Team, yeah. Michael Scott Paper Company, and Heavy Competition. Wow. And yeah. Oh, and Broke, so six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, uh, uh, yeah, because... Wow, six are, yeah, absolutely yeah. surprised. It was, it was uh, which was, you know, and in reviewing and reviewing this again and again and seeing how they've constructed this, it was a great arc to have at that time. Yeah. Because... Um, that hadn't happened in the show before. So they do make an effort to do new things. Yeah. That's, and, uh, this season has always, to me, felt like kind of the, the, like the, the last great season. Yeah. You know, after this, there, there's plenty of strength. There's lots of star highlights and there's a few of my favorite episodes. Mm -hmm. But this one does such a great job of staying true to the core idea of the show. Mm -hmm. We still get some new angles on the old things, just like we saw uh, last week mm -hmm. uh, with with um, the surplus. Mm hmm. Um, but then, you know, uh, we, we and then we get to see some of these conflicts come to a head, like frame to Toby. We get new antagonists, like in the form of Charles Minor. We, do. we get new uh, love interests in the form of Holly. We do. Uh, so so there's a lot to really. We do. Uh, or, or, or not. Or, in, in no, the return of the Holly. The return of Holly. Me. And uh, then eventually others. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's. Uh, uh, numerous uh, uh, ladies. <laughs> well, and you know, we've got, I think... Uh, oh, who gets a shout-out? I'll follow... What were you going to say? I'll just say what I was going to say. I was going to say, I think we got uh, Blood Drives coming up, too. So yes! We, we some, oh, the one that got away. We get uh, a few uh, a few new... Uh, oh, yeah, new we do. For him and for and, Kevin. And so. Well, and mention, mentioning Michael's ladies, um, his his final, uh, or one of his final, I believe, uh, solutions to this... To this uh, problem quandary of Meredith's alcoholism that yeah. he's so concerned about is just pushing her down or, or, or doing everything in his power to <laughs> make her go to the bottom. He's got to make her hit rock bottom. <laughs> She's not there yet. Because that's what he did with Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of a weird example of like awareness that's, that we don't see. That's and, and, and it's not entirely, it's not even accurate. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of that's his version, his memory version of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, a little bit, <laughs> kind of. But that's what he comes up at the end. Um, when caring goes too far, when keeping it real goes too far. Yeah. That's, that's, he, he, he's trying He's trying so hard. Apparently, and other little note I, I noted uh, from others. Yeah. Thank you, whoever noted it. Um, he Michael wears the same Christmas tie, apparently, in like every Christmas episode. Oh, okay, cool. But, yeah. I didn't even notice yeah. that. That's great. Neither. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Uh, we'll great. say yeah, I, I love uh, when uh, Phyllis spills the beans on Angela and Dwight, <sighs> how smug Dwight oh, is about thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Like he is, he's just totally fine with everyone knowing he's this. Proud. You're like a fucking peacock. Uh, uh, amazing. Don't don't act so surprised, right? <laughs> they they are kind of, and their reactions are pretty damn good. They're pretty spot on because they're definitely at attention. Yeah. But not just out and out shocked. Yeah. I would say just more like like whoa. That's more of like. More of a she just kind of killed the vibe. Yeah, she killed the vibe, the setting it was in. Like, if it was said, like, you know, in the middle of an office day, like a normal one, it yeah. might have been, like, you know, not as, I don't know, crazy, but just 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 crazy all over the place this was. Yeah. And, and Angela, and, and just, just seeing the difference in Angela's reaction to Dwight's reaction <laughs> just makes it even better. Oh, yeah. And she just ducks out, and I, I God, that woman... Just had the gumption. She just kept it going and going, and she didn't tell him anything. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how many days. I don't know if they mention that in the next episode. How long it's been? Like I think they do at the start. But um, things are coming to a head, kids. And, yeah, and, uh, and it's gonna get it's gonna get kind of ugly. It's a great one. <laughs> I've only got one more thing I want to mention. More of a question than anything. Okay. What do you think was in Creed's hookah? Hmm. <laughs> 
Was I would it? say I would I would say opium. Opium. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing Creed the way I did. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. I mean, probably true. Maybe huh? cherry. Maybe cherry uh, flavored opium. Right? Maybe. That's great. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I would have said a 50-50 of some uh, tobacco marijuana. Uh, One can hope. Yeah. Stay away from opiates, kids. Stay everybody. That means opiates. everybody. Right. <laughs> and you too, Creed. For real. <laughs> but thank you for bringing him into this because he was kind of... He wasn't really utilized. Uh, no, there's one little... There's his one scene. There's yeah. one scene where he says, oh, Michael's trying to get something. I can't remember exactly what it is. But he's like, I can get that to you in an hour. Oh, it's when they're trying to get a permit for the controlled burn. Thank God we came back to this. Because exactly. that is one of my, another favorite Dwight. And that's a classic Dwight. They really captured the classic Dwight and Jim absurdity moment mm. of that. Yeah, of Dwight. Uh, <laughs> because he would have to put her out because he's the fire marshal. Uh-huh. And then Jim's like, ooh, but uh, what does he say? Uh yeah, we're, well, the Dwight's the one that brings up unless yeah. it was a controlled burn. Yes. <laughs> Jim says you'll need a permit, Thank to which you. Creed says he can get you a permit. Yes. Uh, which is just another great example of the writers knowing the characters, knowing the roles that they should play in these mm -hmm. kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. Jim is the one to put up the roadblocks. Mm -hmm. Creed is the guy <laughs> with all the weird-ass The Denouman weird shit. Yeah, it, it yeah. writes itself. Apparently, um, I also read on the internet, I think it was true, but I don't know, that, that whatever Creed was wearing is like part of his normal like normal clothes in real life he wears shit like that oh yeah yeah it's kind of it's like flowy like uh nice i don't know it was like just dress normal today creed yeah. <laughs> you'll uh, fit you'll fit right in you'll be on theme dress, you have to stay on theme dress normal today william <laughs> william william c <laughs> william chuck william, william, william chuck schneider <laughs> willie chuck schneider <laughs> willie chuck schneider oh man i don't know if that was his real did, did anyone ever say if that was his real passport we, we threw, I bet it was. Yeah, probably. I bet it was. But yeah, thank you for we we were given we were neglecting Creed like a motherfucker. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad we got to mention him because there's everybody really does get to shine their little own little ways here. And yeah, except it, for Ryan. Yeah, except for Ryan. He gets to shine during the war. <laughs> does you know I, I I like the movie. So I mean, did you have to? You got to shine with Quentin. So Maybe I'll watch him. it. Uh, oh, I, you never I, saw it? I have choice paralysis. I recommend it. If you can get past your paralysis, I think it's worth it. Uh, that's not a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you like Quentin Tarantino movies? It's all right. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you get a chance, if you find yourself, you have to watch it. Okay. Definitely watch it. And okay. the, yeah, there's a hell of a recommendation. Uh, <laughs> um, if, if you're near if a television you get... and it's on and you got nowhere to go and nothing to do and you can't find your phone, there's not a book nearby, none of your friends are visiting, you don't have any video games. Are you strapped down and yeah. you can't move? <laughs> Got one of those ratchet straps holding you to the couch, and you got nothing else going on. Think about it. Only if it's the only choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It's a good. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I did see it in the theater, and um, I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Brad it. Pitt's worth price yeah. permission in that one. Don't they? Don't they kill Nazis? They do. That's a great. That's it's a great, great thing. Anything, yeah. Anything BJ, where you killing the Nazis is good. And BJ helps. Don't resell PlayStations for more than they're worth. Don't be a Nazi. Yeah. Watch the office. Watch the office. <laughs> Good one. We'll see you next week, guys. See ya. Are you comfortable with that? The People Persons Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information.